Hey everybody, it's Mrs. Roseman. Uh, welcome to chapter 12 on social psychology. We are all social animals um, and some of us are people watchers. Have you been watching other people? I'm wondering why we all do what we do, um, especially during this coronavirus 19 pandemic. Um, if you're like me, you've done a fair amount of people watching. You might wonder, how are your judgments of others informed by thin slices of their behavior? What sources of information do you use to make judgments about why people do what they do? In this brief podcast, I will explain social thinking, contrast personal and situational attributions, and recap the fundamental attribution error. I invite you to listen along with me to the story of the cookie thief and make key predictions. Then we'll analyze the story using social psychology. So here's the story of the cookie thief by Valerie Cox. A woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shops, bought a bag of cookies and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man sitting beside her as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag in between which she tried to ignore to avoid a scene. So what is her initial or snap judgment of this man? So she munched the cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I wasn't so nice, I would blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too, and when only one was left, she wondered what he would do. See if you can make a quick prediction here. What will the cookie thief do? With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also rude why he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she had been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at the thieving and great. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat and then sought out her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise. There was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned in despair. The others were his and he tried to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, and the thief. I love this story for a couple of different reasons. When we look back at the story, what sources of behavior did the woman use to form her initial snap judgment? What was that judgment? And was it correct? So the woman in the story really believes the man was taking her cookies. He was a thief. Um, that was a snap judgment. It turns out when people behave in negative or unexpected ways as observers of those other people, we often make the fundamental attribution error. So like the woman in the story, we tend to assume others' behavior is caused by personal factors, like their own personality traits, their mood, their efforts, thievery. And we do not properly consider social factors, like the environment, other people, weather, good luck, even chance. Most, be human, most complex human behaviors are due to a combination of personal and situational factors. So when we make that fundamental attribution error, we fail to really consider the power of the situation. All right. So once this woman realized she was the cookie she thief, she really slowed down and made a more systematic judgment using situational variables. She realized that the man, in fact, was human. 
and an incredibly generous human. Part of the goal of this week is to become more aware of how you form snap judgments and even more systematic judgments. My challenge for each of you in this strange and relatively unprecedented time of social distancing during the coronavirus 19 pandemic, well, I encourage each of you to do is to consider ways to meaningfully connect with close loved ones, even when you need to remain physically distant. Please email me with any questions, requests for resources, and the like.